Hello and welcome to the Success Secret Podcast with Rosso Santalev. I am excited to introduce you to a series of conversations with some of the most successful and inspiring individuals from various industries. My aim is to dive into the stories behind their success and explore the knowledge, strategies, habits, mindsets, and wisdom that have propelled their success. Each episode of the Success Secret Podcast will feature a different guest who will share their unique journey, the challenges they faced, and the lessons they have learned along the way. I will also be covering topics from entrepreneurship and innovation to leadership and personal development. Whether you are an inspiring entrepreneur, a seasoned business professional, or just someone looking to improve your life, the Success Secret Podcast is for you. My goal is to bring you valuable insights and inspiration that will help you achieve your own success in business and life. So get ready to learn and be inspired. The Success Secret Podcast starts now. Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Success Great Podcast with your host, Hossein Talib. In this episode, I have with me Dr. Erin Baker, is a self-leadership coach, business strategist, social psychologist, and author of a best-selling book, Joyful AF. I'm going to, going to ask what AF means, but later on the show. The essential business strategies we are afraid to put first. Erin is on a mission to help heart-centered entrepreneurs create prosperous, difference-making, joyful businesses that live and light them up. Welcome to the Success Secret Podcast. So first of all, tell us about, about yourself because you want, you are all about joy and yep. making business a joy. What, why, why do you focus on joy? What does that mean? Why not happiness, for example? Yeah. So let's start with any entrepreneur. If you ask them, why did you get into business? Anytime they'll say some word that probably leads back to joy. I wanted more freedom. I wanted more creativity. I wanted more autonomy. I wanted to set my own schedule. Some of them might say, I want joy. At the underneath, anyone who starts a business wants some positive feeling. So uh, I want to start with why is that an important thing? Well, people lose it immediately when they start businesses. Not always immediately, but it's something that's really hard to maintain, right? It's the thing we start our businesses for. And yet we get into business and other things take over. We want the revenue. We want the customer base. We want the impact, the influence, whatever is our goal in our business. And then we get caught in, well, what's the best business strategy? What's the right way to do this? How are other people doing this? Why is it that they're doing it that way? And we can easily find ourselves creating a lot of success in traditional business world and in traditional ways and then find out, well, but I'm not really, I'm miserable or I feel meh about what I'm doing, right? This is not what I wanted in business. So why joy? Because that's the thing we want and that's the thing we lose first. Um, And we have a hard time coming back to it. And it's, Especially the more successful we are, the more we create success through these means that aren't really that joyful, the more it's like, well, yeah, joy was nice to have, but look, I'm going to keep doing this thing I was doing because it's making me successful. So that's the first part of your question, right? Then the second question, happiness. Why not happiness? So I think a lot of people use joy and happiness interchangeably, like they're the same thing. And I don't think they are. So happiness to me, and this is also true in like psychology research, often is a fleeting feeling. So it doesn't last very long. And it comes when an external circumstance has created something positive. So 
you hit that revenue goal, you bought that house, you got your new car, you got married. Um, and what happens is something out there has gone well to make you happy, right? Well, that then is something that's dependent on external circumstances, right? Um, it means that I have to achieve something or I have to get something in order to feel good. Whereas joy is not something that you have to have out there. You can experience joy in the process to a goal. You can feel joyful in the work you do every day. And so a lot of people are actually chasing this happiness, that revenue goal, that house, that impact, that influence at the expense of their day-to-day feeling joyful, alive, connected to their work. Entrepreneurs in general, well, actually, they want to make the money. Mm-hmm. So what, what, what does now joy have to do with like being there and not making the money itself? Yeah. So joy, I mean, you couldn't get joy from making money, right? But if your joy is dependent on making money, what happens when the business isn't going so well? Mm. What happens in economic downturns? What happens when you're failing? Because in business, we fail all the time, right? If joy is dependent on revenue or some external circumstance, you're not going to feel joy. And I believe if you put joy at the center of everything you do, so I'm going to give you a concrete example. In building my business, there are many ways I can build a business. I can come on podcasts like I'm here. I can post on social media. I can write newsletters. I can go to networking events. I can go to conferences. The joyful way to do it for me is to do it in conversations. So this is one of the reasons I love being on podcasts is because I love to be in conversation. What doesn't bring me joy is social media. I try really hard. Okay. Why why, why does that doesn't bring you joy? For me, it doesn't bring me joy because I don't, I mean, I like to write, but I actually prefer to talk to people. Um, Social media is you put a thing out on a post out and, you know, people engage with it. But it's for me, it's a lot of, it's not energizing. It's not fun for me. I'd rather hop on a phone call or a Zoom call and talk to people. Mm-hmm. That's just, yeah. that's just, just my joy, right? No, so, I get what you're saying, yeah, that, but actually, right? a little bit that social media took networking I've, with people in the physical world, actually, it took that. It does not, yes, you're just like, yeah, it's like the minimal effort to, to socialize, actually. It's not like, yeah, this thing to do, yeah. Yeah. And when it's for me, social media, it's okay. Well, what am I posting? What am I talking about? Who am I talking about with? Whereas in a conversation, conversation just flows, whatever we want to talk about. Right. So my strategy for building my business does not hinge on me being on social media. I am on social media when it feels joyful and I do use it, but I build my business based on conversations and relationships. And I have made more money When I do that, then when I think I'm going to go launch some things on social media, I'm going to go talk to people. I'm going to go put a program out there. So for me, if I were just going to chase chase revenue, I might listen to the gurus that say, go build a million followers on Instagram or go build a LinkedIn network. But if I chase joy, I actually make the money. I actually have the clients I want. I build the business based on what is my strength. What am I good at? What do I love to do? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Does that resonate for you? Yeah, 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 of course. Because like, it's not always about the followers. Yeah, in general, if you have more followers, you could actually make more money. But 
But if you are making the money for the money itself, not for actually providing the value for these people or helping them out, yeah, it will become uh, money centric. So it's 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 not it wouldn't yeah. be the purpose anymore. Like it's money you earn it and you will spend it at some point, whether how much sure. you are going to make. So yeah, it's not the main thing. It's yeah. a way, but it's not the main thing. Well, and I will say I could. You could say, okay, I want to make a million dollars in my business this year. Okay, great. There are so many ways you can make a million dollars. Could For me, if I were going to set that target, if I would be miserable doing it on social media, but I could go make a million dollars another way, right? So the money is not the strategy, right? It's not the goal is not the thing to go after. It's You can reach your goal. There are multiple paths to your goal. Find the one that is the most joyful and fun and energizing for you because if you don't like it you're not going to want to do it and then you're not going to show up to it and you're not going to do it well <laughs> right yeah, exactly. yeah. So, yeah so 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 you do think that like we're talking about joy so do you think in order to do something with joy you have to have passion for it and you have to do it with purpose this Somewhat, is yes yeah i think it's also all related i also think uh sort of a sneaky under underrated piece of joy is you know, think about the things that you're really, really, really good at. Um, they're probably fairly easy. They probably come naturally to you. And uh, you also probably feel a little bit of joy doing it. So there's a lot of research around how people just, you know, get in a zone or they, they get in a flow, right? So part of following in joy besides passion and purpose is doing the things that you are uniquely best at, even if they feel easy. And in entrepreneurship, I think it's really easy for us to get stuck in doing the things that are hard because the whole world has kind of gotten to a point where it's not worth it if you haven't put blood, sweat, and tears into it. But the things I'm best at, the things you're best at probably are come easy to you. So following joy is, yeah, what are you, what's your unique strength or gift mm-hmm. or genius, however you want to call it? And how can you do more of that in your business? And you know, less of the things that you're not good at. Speaking of that, how, how do you, do we discover exactly what makes us joyful? Or yeah. Uh, so uh, do do we have to do some, for example, the regular things that we enjoy, or do we have to like go and discover certain things that make us more having more joy? Both. So uh, there's two things I would suggest for people. One is whether it's a business or your life is go through everything you're doing right now. Um, you know, even to the nitty gritty, how you're thinking about doing the thing. So mm-hmm. I, you know, how do I, how do I like podcasts right now? What, what is joyful about podcasts? Is it conversation? Is it that I get to talk about joy? What is it? And then who are the people I like talking to on podcasts? What do I like talking about on podcasts? Um, getting as detailed with you as you can with everything you're doing and understanding, how do I feel when I show up to this? Do I dread it? Do I get excited about it? Do I look forward to it? Do I want to do it again? Um, that's important, yeah. Because yeah, if you want to right? do it again, that means that it's something that's uh, very good to do. Right. So you can do that with everything in your business. And <laughs> now I will say there are certain things in our businesses that we just have to do. Um, or in our lives or our careers, right? Like I have to pay my taxes. I will never feel joy paying my taxes. Nobody, so, nobody does. So. No. no so I'm, I want to be very clear that like, 
you know, this isn't a blanket. You just don't do the things you're responsible for. It's only joy all the time. It's more so looking at the things where, where are you telling yourself you have to do something? I knew, I know I have to do my taxes. That's, that's true. Do I have to be on social media? No. Um, or maybe yes ish, but I don't have to be on it the way I am telling myself I have to be on it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if you can sort of look at, um, things from this perspective of what are the things I have choice over, whether I do them and how joyful do I feel doing them? Then you can start cutting back some things. Or if there's stuff you're not liking doing, you can ask yourself the question, you know, is there a more joyful way to do this? I've done this with social media for years. Okay. I don't like it. Is there a more joyful way to do it? What if there is? And there's times where I found joy and, you know, been on social media more often. And there's times where I'm, oh, not right now. Uh, how do we like put ourselves in a place where everything is in sync? Like uh, we know as people, some things might be good in in a certain side. Like for example, the business is going well, but mm-hmm. for example, certain relationship or certain things that maybe could be out of our control, not going well. So how do we put everything in sync to be joyful and have mm-hmm. success in our business and ultimately in, in someone's life? Yeah, that's a fantastic question. So I think the first thing is to recognize that being joyful all the time is impossible. Um, And part of being joyful is also experiencing, you know, the full range of what it means to be a human, which means we talk about, you know, you can have joy and sorrow, right? Joy and grief. So don't set an impossible goal that everything is going to align and that you're going to be joyful in every aspect of your life from from now on and for good. That's the impossible that literally not a lot of the impossible in life that is that impossible. Is. <laughs> right? So, first recognizing that you know, it's okay if not everything's in alignment. And mm-hmm. then noticing okay, let's say, you know, your business is fully aligned, great. That means your tank is really full there. I can give it like a joy tank, right? Like a gas tank. So, great. How can I find ways to add more joy to my personal life if the personal life is not aligned? And I would say the the number one thing is not to to think of it as an all, like I have to change it all and make it all joyful, but ask, what are some little things I can do? Little tiny steps I can take towards joy. So, you know, if there's something like your personal relationship isn't going well, okay, ask yourself, what are some small things I can do every day, even if everything is not quite aligned yet? to move towards that. So I can imagine for me in my marriage, for instance, one of the things we're moving towards in joyfulness is every night at nine 30, we share one thing that was a peak of our day. And one thing that was a pit of our day, right? The one thing that went well and the one thing that didn't go so well. And that is bringing joy to our relationship because we are, even if we're only connecting for two minutes, we're connecting, right? Which mm-hmm. is a joyful thing. Yeah. So, for example, some people that, like you mentioned, there are certain things that are not in our control. So these kind right. of things, right. for example, are going to make us sad, miserable or whatever yeah. it is. But how do we or sometimes negative people? There are a lot of negative people. Yeah. right? So how do we put these things aside and do not let them affect us? Sure. So the first thing I will go. There's two questions there. There's about 
things that are out of our control that make us sad or grieving or whatnot, right? The truth is we need to experience that. Our human existence requires us to experience all the negative emotions. And so it's actually really unhealthy for us to try to bury them or not experience them. Mm. But if we are, I'm going to use this gas tank metaphor again. So think of your joy tank as, you know, this big thing that's, you know, you can drain it and you'd have to refill it a lot. Right. So you go to like, you're going to a gas station and you're putting in 20 gallons or whatever it is. That's a lot of effort to refill your joy tank. If you think of it closer to how you think about drinking water right now, and we're supposed to constantly stay hydrated. If I go a few hours without water, I'm not going to die because I'm decently hydrated. Right. If I were to go days without water, that's a problem. So joy, if you're finding joy, let's say, so let's go back to this example, right? That you've got your business is going well, you're aligned, you're joyful. The rest of your life isn't going well. What you're doing is you're keeping your joy tank hydrated in your business, which allows for the rest of your life to have these downtimes because it's, you know, it's not a big deal. If you, you know, go in a little dip, you've got some fuel there. Now, if everything is not joyful, that's when you're almost like a gas tank now and you've completely drained yourself and that's going to be a lot harder. So my recommendation is find as much, even if it's little stuff, joy in your life to build up that fuel for those times when it's out of your control and it's sad. That'll that'll be a buffer for you. So, now, mm, different mm. for people. It's different for people, right? Because there are people that are going to be negative. So that metaphor could work. Um, the other is to, I mean, there's, this is a way more complicated question than I have a short answer to, but uh, learning who you want to be around. And if you can't, if it's out of your control is then, yeah, you have to learn how to not take on what their negativity is. Right. So we're just reminding yourself that's their sadness. That's their anger. That's their frustration. You have to learn how to adapt to certain things. Right. Like you yes. mentioned, humans, it's a good point that you brought that the negative things or negative things that have happened to us, some th- some some of them we can avoid, for example, some of them we don't. It's eventually life that we are living, uh, and we have to experience some way or the other. But how 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 we react probably to it is what what's the most important, right? Yes, and we're better able to react to it when our joy tank is full. It's a, like a it's a buffer, right? Yeah. Like if I'm un, if I'm miserable in my business, I'm going to come home to my wife at night and I'm going to snap at her, and then my relationship's going to be terrible, right? Um, and same thing being, you know, if I'm miserable in all aspects of my life, and now the world has, you know, whatever COVID or economic recessions, we're going to react really poorly. To those circumstances that are out of, our con- out of our control, but if I'm doing the things I can to keep joyful, even if there's really small things like you know little tiny you know, ways of connecting with people or doing things I love, when those big events come that sort of knock you off your socks, you feel a little bit better equipped to handle it. Exactly. So it's it it could be a bad day, not a bad life. So yes, <laughs> someone, exactly, exactly. So, when someone yes. has a bad moment or a bad day, you can uh, you can go to sleep and wake up the next day, and you 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 don't think about what happened uh, the other yeah. day, yesterday, the other day, and uh, start 
start your day just uh, with joy and uh, being happy yeah. and doing what you love to do with uh, with it yeah. so do, yes. do you think that there is some uh, things that people should look after themselves to discover that they are not joyful let's say and yeah. how to turn that into joy and look mm-hmm. certain signs maybe or certain mm-hmm. things in their yeah, life yeah there's tons and it's joy can be leaked in a lot of sneaky ways so i'm going to tell you some of the bigger ones and i'm going to say there's some that are common to all of us and then there's going to be some that each person uniquely finds out for themselves but um some of the big ways i know me and, and sort of my client base loses joy <laughs> is when we're anything we're doing and we're telling ourselves should the word should is big right um and yeah we should do our taxes so sometimes that's true right but sometimes no that's not true um and especially when that should is getting in the way of something we want to do so i should be on social media or i should be working 20 hours more a week than i think so shoulds are a big one um Another one is noticing when we're looking around at everybody else for how we're supposed to do something. So I do this in the business world. I, you know, okay, what's this expert doing? What's this guru doing? What's this formula doing? And yes, we kind of need to look around because if we don't have any sense of what we want to do ourselves, it's good to look at examples, right? So I'm going to look at what David's doing or what Sally's doing and get some ideas, where we lose joy is when we say, oh, David's doing it the right way. Sally's doing it the right way. Mm. Whatever way I would do it is must not be the right way. Right? <laughs> so it's anytime we look at other people for how we're supposed to do something um, and tell ourselves that our way of doing it is wrong. Because David's a different person. His joy is different than mine. His genius, yeah. his gifts are different than mine. So that's a big one. Um, and then another really big one, which we talked about a little bit already, is this idea of, you know, I will be happy when. I'll be happy when I hit this revenue goal. I will be happy when I buy this house or even, let's go, it's, it's called the Success Grid Podcast, right? I will be successful when, right? I will be successful. I will be good enough. I will be worthy. I will be valuable when I hit this goal. And so we set these goals with the intention for them to do something to help us feel more worthy mm-hmm. and feel happier. And sometimes that goal isn't really what we want. Or mm. we reach that goal and we still don't feel that thing that we thought. I still don't feel enough. I still don't feel successful. I hit that million dollar revenue goal. Okay, now it's got to be 5 million before I feel good enough, right? And so we leak our joy because we get so stuck on these goals and what we think they will do for us. Mm. And we don't necessarily go, well, is that the right goal for us? Is that one we really want to go after? And then even if along the way we find maybe there's a better thing we could go do, we still stay hell bent on that one thing, right? Because, but that goal is going to get me what I think I want rather than, oh, that thing over there that looks really joyful. Maybe I can go do that. So it's all about in this sense of some future that we're going to, some feeling we're going to get in the future that takes away from right now and doesn't allow us to go after what's important to us, go after what we we want and do it the way we want to do it. Yeah. Also, if we, we are going to be talking about joy, 
how important it is do you think that helping other people and when i say helping other people like i think it's a chinese proverb like don't give them the fish help them how to fish Learn, make mm-hmm. them teach them how to fish so how mm-hmm. does helping people uh, uh, increase the let's say the percentage of joy if that's possible so, so. yeah I think that's definitely an aspect of joy for all of us, right? We are social human beings. Um, And I believe joy has a lot of different flavors, but one of the main flavors that I almost think is almost like salt, how, you know, salt's in everything, right? Salt's in our, every part of our food and uh, is connection. And that can mean connection to um, ourselves and, you know, what we care about, what we, what, what's purposeful, what's, you know, passionate for us, it could be connection to others, right? And so connection to others could be helping others. Um, And then it could be connection to, you know, some higher power, spirit, purpose, something like that. And whether it's at the, I'm connecting to myself, connecting to others, connecting to spirit, at the end of the day, what it always for some, to some degree boils down to is how are we, you know, helping humanity, right? How are we helping each other? What do you think some resources, tools, or books are going to boost people's joy? Anything that, I mean, obviously my book on joy is a good one, but uh, if I'm thinking outside of joyful AF, which you asked about AF before, it means as fuck. Um, but I can't put that on a title. <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to say that, but I don't want to say Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, any book that helps you get clear on you. Um, so you said, you know, the proverb of Chinese, you know, the Chinese proverb is don't hand people the fish, teach them to fish. Right. I strongly believe in my work. I'm not here to hand someone a map of what joy is for them, what business is for them, whatever it is they're trying to create. I'm here to help them develop their map based on who they are. So any book that helps you understand what do I value? What's important to me? Um, what's my purpose? What's my passion? Um, what are my unique personality quirks? How does my brain work? How is it different from other entrepreneurs? Because the more you can come into alignment with your uniqueness in the world, that's when joy happens because it goes back to what I was talking about is your things that you're best at feel easy. Joy is easy. And it's only easy when you're working with who you are. And not exactly. trying to go against who you are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is the problem. Like we mentioned, part one of part of the social media that makes a lot of people change who they are. When you actually look behind the scenes, it's completely different person. So that's yeah. not a good thing. People should be act or do based on who they are. Actually, yeah, and that's yeah. what creates joy, and then that's what creates real success. So I think when you chase joy through figuring out who you are, that's when success chases you. So explain or tell us more about your book. How did you come up with the title? Uh, So (laughs) what's what's in it? Yeah. So I will tell you um, the story of this is really fun for me because when I started writing a book just a little over two years ago, joy was not on my radar. It wasn't a word in my vocabulary. I had a friend who wants to do a world joy movement. And I thought that's good for him. He's joyful. And so when I started writing a book, it was all about something different. And 
I went and started exploring, well, okay, what do I have to share? I knew I wanted to write a book. And so I went back and looked at my business trajectory and started learning about, okay, what was happening in my first couple of years? What did I fail at? What did I do well at? What did I learn? And I started out with some really interesting tools that I could see were helping me be successful in business. So I started writing a book about that. And then I realized I wasn't having any fun with that book. Um, And it just didn't feel like the right message. So I asked my wife one day, she's friends with a lot of entrepreneurs. I said, "What what are your friends struggling with in business? And I can't remember exactly what she said, but it was on the negative. She said, they don't want to hate themselves or hate their business. And I thought, okay, they're miserable. What's the opposite of that? Joy. And I thought, that's not a word I've had in my vocabulary. That's very interesting, but that's the word. So I started going down this path and I looked back at my business trajectory that I had already mapped out and I went, oh, all of my successes were when I was following my joy. All of my biggest failures were when I lost touch with my joy. This is the secret to my success. And then I started looking at clients I've worked with and I went, oh, this is the secret to theirs too. And that's when I started saying, this is the book I need to write. It's not about, you know, we need business strategy to be successful, but if there's no joy at the front and center of that, it's not sustainable. And so that's when I started writing the book. Mm. And then I kept losing the joy as I wrote the book, because I kept getting stuck in how you're supposed to write a book. That word should kept coming out, right? And looking at other books. What are other people doing, right? So I finally came to this, what's the me way to write this book? What's my unique genius? And I like conversation. I've told you this already today. So I picked up my phone and I started recording words into my uh, phone in an app called Otter AI. The entire first draft of the book was written in my phone, not on paper, because that was my joy. Mm. And then we transcribed, I mean, transcribed it, edited it. So that's so the book was written to be about joy. I wrote it in a way that it's a joyful read because who wants to read a book about joy that's not joyful? And I made sure throughout that I wrote it in the most joyful way possible for me. Yeah, especially it's a book now. A lot of people don't really read. I don't know. Maybe they're still reading. <laughs> There's yes. a lot to talk about holding a book or should you read on a, on a Kindle yeah. or an e-book. So, yeah. so a lot yeah. of things about <laughs> Yeah. So I haven't actually recorded the audible version of the book yet because it was just the first draft that I recorded that way. But that was that was my joy. Was And so this is a great example of what does it mean to follow joy? Well, I didn't write in Microsoft Word, Right. <laughs> And I didn't write in traditional chapters. I didn't have, I actually broke all the rules of structure and I wrote all these short pieces and then afterwards found, oh yeah, there's a structure here. Well, you, you automatically found the structure for it. When, when yes, there yes. was, when, 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 it, when we as human, we are, when we are joyful, I assume there is some kind of a flow happening, right? Yes. Yes. So that's, yes, that's, yes. that's it. That will lead yep. to, multiple things being good in your life and being mm-hmm. successful in your business and in, in life as well too. Yes. Yes. And yeah. sometimes finding the joyful path, and this is a, that's why I talk about this example a lot. Sometimes finding the joyful path is looking at what are the rules I have in my head on how I'm supposed to do this. My rules around how to write a book were so strict and rigid that it took me a while to say, oh, I'm allowed to record the words into my phone. 
I can yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, actually, there is actually one video I speaking of that a little tip for people also if they want to write a book. Also, this is a good thing because I actually one had one time. Uh, I think Frank Kern, maybe you know him, he's a marketer and mm-hmm. these kind of things. So he, he he basically said if you want to write a book, uh, record your own voice. Maybe you will you will finish a book in one day. So you will record record the the audio and then get someone to edit it and mm-hmm. then someone to uh, basically the third step would be to publish it. So basically in three mm-hmm. steps, simple steps, you could have yep. a book. So <laughs> yeah, and that's basically that's basically what I did, and it. It wasn't a day that it took me, but it only took me a couple of weeks to write a full yeah, book. Yeah, it's, it's very yeah. short term period. Yeah, yeah. It's not and it was long. what worked for my brain, what was working for my joy. And exactly. that doesn't mean that anyone else out there will find joy in doing that. That might be completely wrong for them, <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. what do you think some people, if they want to like know more about you, what are the things that you're basically not good at that you would like delegate to to other people, for example? What would I delegate to other people if I could? Um, any form of uh, organizational tasks in my business. Um, I do keep lots of spreadsheets and I'm a, also a former data person. So I love numbers. Um, but anything that requires me to stay organized on top of things. Um, I have a, another side business that I'm working on. And my business partner is um, a genius with all the organizational things. And it's great to have somebody do that. Um yeah. Social media, I, you know, I'm on Instagram a lot and, you know, making pretty graphics is not my genius. So I would love to have somebody else, you know, make the pretty Canva graphics if I'm going to do something on, on social media. Uh, I can't copy edit myself. So I'm, I'm, and I'm actually working on not being so upset that there are a few typos in my book because we the, there are three of us who read the book many times and we missed typos but um I'd rather have somebody else looking for my typos that's not my strength so I try to outsource those types of things as much as possible mm. anything that's mm. organizational mm. cool so yeah. what would you say for the success of nation as a takeaway for this episode the takeaway for this is that you know if you are really truly wanting to whatever success you want to create in your life whether that's you know in business professional in life and i will say define success for yourself but whatever success you want to 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 create in life you will do it faster you will do it more if you follow your joy and mm-hmm. so really take away and go look at where am i leaking joy where am i telling myself that the joyful path can't create what i want in my life and go start testing that assumption mm, yeah cool so Erin, where can people get in touch with you if they want to learn more about you and your business and what you do and about your book yeah so they can go to my website um erinmbaker.com the m is important and you can find out all about what i do there's a page about my book my book's also on amazon so you can go there directly and then I'm going to say this again. I like conversations. So I am on social media. Um, I mostly spend time on Instagram and I'm at Dr. Aaron M. Baker. But if you really want to get in touch, send me a direct message um, because I would rather hear what you had an insight on or have a, answer a question you have. That's much better to me than someone who just comes and follows me because I just don't necessarily post all that much because I only do it when it follows, when it fuels my joy. <laughs> awesome. Well, it, it is uh, it's a human nature in general to 
to be just ourselves and ourselves being just at ease and have joy in life and even yeah. in the simplest moments i guess even yes. when we are even eating food or whatever it is yes. simple that we actually you we do for granted yes yeah, exactly well thank yeah. you Alex, for being here with me thank on this you you're welcome podcast thank you so much Hussein. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Success Grid. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you found value in the show, rate and leave a review on iTunes. For more resources, visit successgrid.net. Until next time.